Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, I'm Sarah. And I'm Toby. And this is the Whispering Woods podcast. This episode is all about... Zozo. It is. (laughs) If you'd like to listen ad-free and for extra episodes, you can join us on Patreon. The address is patreon.com forward slash the Whispering Woods. And we'd greatly appreciate your support with the show. I've done a short introduction on Zozo. Do you know anything about Zozo? No. No? Well, listen up. Zozo, a formidable and renowned entity of the supernatural realm, holds a prominent position amongst the pantheon of demonic beings. Its infamous presence extends across various mediums, from gripping reality television shows to captivating works of literature. Zozo's name regularly surfaces in accounts detailing unexplained phenomena and eerie hauntings, solidifying its reputation as a dark force lurking within the shadows. The true faces of Zozo remain shrouded in mystery, leaving us clueless about the nature of this mysterious entity. But those unfortunate souls who have encountered him have told of bone-chilling tales of terror. Often summoned through the Ouija board, Zozo manifests as a formidable force of darkness, capable of inflicting profound physical and psychological damage. Known to adopt aliases like Zozo, Zaza, Zo, or Pazuzu, this being has traversed the realms for centuries, spreading fear and havoc in its wake. <laughs> <laughs> 
Although Zozo is commonly associated with the usage of a Ouija board, there is a potential for him to reach out to individuals beyond the confines of the game. There have been accounts of people establishing communication with him while under hypnosis, engaging in automatic writing sessions, and even encountering him through electronic voice phenomena. His presence becomes evident as he skillfully manoeuvres the planchette, tracing intricate figure-eight patterns before swiftly darting between the letters Z and O in a frenzied manner. Initially, his interactions appear amicable, but gradually take a dark turn. He is notorious for unleashing curses and menacing those who dare to communicate with him. It is said that he has a penchant for hurling verbal abuse and issuing personal threats to those who engage with him. In the depths of Oklahoma, a man named Darren Evans embarked on a chilling journey that forever changed his life. The eerie encounter began innocently enough as he and his girlfriend delved into the mysterious world of the Ouija board. Little did they know that their innocent curiosity would lead them down a dangerous path into the terrifying clutches of the entity known as Zozo. At first, Zozo seemed almost benign, offering glimpses into the unknown and sharing cryptic information from the other side. Fascinated by the supernatural, Darren became captivated by the otherworldly knowledge given to him. Eventually, the allure of the Ouija board consumed his thoughts and he found himself descending deeper into its grasp. But as time wore on, the once seemingly innocuous Zozo began to reveal a darker, more malevolent side. Its sinister presence loomed over Darren's life, casting a shadow of unease upon his very being. What once appeared as a mere fascination now transformed into an all-consuming obsession as Zozo's influence tightened its suffocating grip. Haunted by the relentless whispers of the demon, Darren's mind became a battleground between curiosity and terror. Zozo's insidious power seeped into every crevice of his existence, a constant reminder of the sinister forces that lurked beyond the veil of our reality. As the days turned into night, and the nights into a never-ending nightmare. Darren's desperate attempts to sever his ties with Zolo proved futile. The demon's malice only grew stronger, its grasp on his soul unyielding. The once vibrant man from Oklahoma became a mere shell of his former self, tormented by the very darkness he had unwittingly invited into his life. In the end, Darren's encounter with Zozo stands as a chilling reminder of the dangers that lie within the realm of the unknown. It serves as a cautionary tale, warning those who dare to dabble in the supernatural that not all entities are benevolent and that some secrets are best left undisturbed. Evans found himself spiralling into an abyss of despair, overwhelmed by a crippling anxiety that consumed him entirely. He confided in others about his haunting torment, convinced that demons were incessantly watching his every move. The relentless demon, in a chilling act of intimidation, 
even brazenly threatened to snatch away Evans's innocent daughter's soul. It was then that Evans realised he had to find help to rid himself of this demonic entity. Driven by an unwavering determination to safeguard his family, Evans was ready to rid their lives of the sinister Zozo. The pursuit of an exorcism became his only hope, a last-ditch effort to break free from the clutches of this evil entity. But the experience that unfolded during this harrowing ordeal left an indelible mark on Evans' psyche. The sheer terror he witnessed and endured was etched deeply into his consciousness, forever altering his perception of the world. In the aftermath of his haunting encounter, Evans emerged from the shadows, resolute in his mission to protect others from the perils of entangling with Zozo. Through a dedicated website, he now acts as a beacon of caution, tirelessly warning individuals about the profound dangers lurking behind this supernatural force. Evans' unwavering commitment stems from the profound realisation that ignorance can lead to dire consequences, and he strives to spare others from the tragic fate that nearly befell his own daughter. In this ongoing battle against the darkness, Evans stands as a testament to the resilience of the human spirit. Through his selfless efforts, he seeks to empower and educate, ensuring that no other family falls victim to the insidious grasp of the demon that once tormented him. Similar to his demonic brothers and sisters, Zozo is renowned for his knack of revealing his presence. These alleged warnings serve as indications that you have encountered Zozo. When employing a Ouija board, the planchette may abruptly start darting across the board. During a hypnotic state, the pendant or pendulum may commence swinging uncontrollably. Zozo may assert his presence by meticulously spelling out his name. A sudden and burdensome feeling of dread or unease may abruptly descend upon you, enveloping you in an overwhelming weight. You may perceive shadows shifting and slithering, or the very room you occupy may plunge into an eerie darkness. Should you sense Zozo's presence, remain calm and promptly take measures to sever the connection ensuring your physical and mental well-being remain unharmed. Malvolent entities, like Zozo, thrive on fear, so it's crucial to remain composed. Take slow, deep breaths and steady yourself mentally and emotionally. If you're engaged in a Ouija session, gently guide the planchette towards goodbye and formally end the session. If you're utilising any other means of contact, immediately cease the connection. Uttering Zozo's name grants him power over you. Refrain from discussing or addressing him in any way. If you sense Zozo's lingering presence, don't hesitate to reach out for help from a knowledgeable paranormal expert or a respected religious figure such as a priest or rabbi. Mmm, Ouija board demon. Yeah, it does it a little bit. Remember that game you guys used to play? Charlie, was it Charlie Charlie? Yeah. With the pencils? Yeah. You loved that, didn't you? Oh, I just tried to do it every day to see if it worked or not. Yeah, but it did work, didn't it? 
I don't even remember. <laughs> yeah, I can remember it did. <laughs> Freaky stuff. I I still um quite against the idea of ever playing with a Ouija board. Although, I must admit, I have bought myself a different kind of board. I don't know if you've seen it in my bedroom. It's a pendulum board. Yeah, that red thing. No, it's black. Yeah, black and red something. Is like black, black and gold. Witchcraft. Yeah. You know me, babes. <laughs> I love it. I go up and ask it questions. Yeah, for a bit of direction. Um, but I think I spoke to something that wasn't very good the other week. I said goodbye really quickly and like, you're out of here. <gasps> Maybe it was just because I didn't like the answers it gave me. <laughs> so I was like, you are evil. <laughs> are you ready for the first story? Yes, I am. So I grew up watching ghost shows as a kid, but I'd never experienced anything like it before. I came to college and roomed with a guy who was one of my best friends, and he told me some of his ghost stories, and he had some messed up ones. One of them recalls waking up one night as a kid to his mum screaming in the living room, and when he walked out, their cat was dead, and a name was written in blood, and he couldn't remember it. I know, it sounds crazy. If it was anyone but him, I'd dismiss it as a bad childhood nightmare. Come to find out, as he and I like scary movies, when watching Veronica, which has to do with the Ouija board, which I will never mess with or touch or be in the same house with, ever, that that's how it all started for him. And I mentioned the name, Zozo. And right then and there, he remembered that was the name written on his wall. He said he's always felt like something is stuck with him, wherever he went. Anyways, when we roomed together, we had Xerox boxes full of textbooks slide a foot or so across the table. Our trash can got thrown across the room at night, and even heard a very inhuman, inanimal growl in our room. We are both Christians, and so we blessed our room, and it seemed to stop. At the time, I assumed it was the place... Our dorm used to be an old TB hospital ward. So a year and a half later, I moved into this apartment complex and things felt great. We had a few weird noises occur, but we chalked it up to being surrounded by other people in a new place and not really knowing the sounds. Plus, how silly would it be for an apartment building to be haunted? Well, a few weeks ago, I awoke to a scream inside our apartment. There are teenagers that get way too hammered for their own good outside, so I know what screams sound like when they come from pretty much anywhere. This was in our living room. I assumed it was a nightmare and did my best to fall asleep. Two nights ago, however, I had a much different experience. A little context. In my apartment, we have the front door, and if you turn to the right, you go down a hallway to the bedrooms and there are two bedroom doors next to each other. My roommate and I share a wall. If you turn left from the front door, you reach the kitchen and living room. So I wake up at 2am and have to pee, so I go to my bathroom, connected to my room, and use it. I then decide I'm thirsty. At this point, I'm well awake, maybe a bit tired, but nowhere near half asleep. So I go to my room and head to the kitchen, I open my door and step out, and as soon as I look up I see my roommate walk by. 
He startles me, so I inhale sharply in shock and apologise. But I flip the light on to laugh with him about how he startled me, and there was no one there. I then realised that what I saw was just a black shadow that darted in front of me as I left and towards my roommate's room, who I now realise is wide awake watching TV in his bedroom with the door closed. I'm not sure why, but I'm not even scared at this point, but I know that I wasn't imagining things. I just got my water and crawled into bed with some trepidation. I realised the next day from all the ghost shows that I'd seen a full-body apparition. A black tangible shape of a person going by me faster than anyone could have moved. I remember seeing the outline of the profile of a head, short haircut and a defined nose, chin, forehead, eyes. But it happened so quickly. There's no way it's my roommate. He had a lamp on in his room and I could see the light under the door. And if the door had opened in any way and he had dove in, I would have seen the light. But I only had the faint glow of under the door the entire time. That was why I was so shocked to see what I thought was him in the hall. Because I thought he was in his room as I could see the light and hear the TV. He swears it wasn't him and he heard me gasp but didn't think much of it. I don't know what to do to make heads or tails of this. I think something may have transferred from my friend to me and is following me. As a Christian, I don't believe in ghosts, like dead human spirits lingering. But I believe in angels and demons, and I worry this demon is harassing me. I have prayed about this vehemently, but I'm so shaken. What should I do? Have a priest bless the house? So what do you think? Zozo has attached itself to him? Jumped from his mate? Over to him? Uh, bad spirits. Yeah? You don't think it's Zozo? I don't know, to be honest. No. Could just be Zozo or a dark entity. <laughs> entity. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know either. So there's something really um, ancient about that, that name Zozo, isn't there? Yeah. Are you ready for the second story? Yes, I am. We just got put off a bit, didn't we? Because some friends came up and they were hanging outside waiting for you <laughs> to go back and play. Mm. <laughs> right, here we go. The only time I played with the Ouija board. Setting. Me and my friend, let's call her A, year 2016, state Oklahoma. We were in our emptiest shed sitting on lawn chairs with the board on an ice chest and with other basic shed stuff by us. The only source of light was a dim light bulb that hung from the ceiling above us. At first it was all right, no problems. We asked basic questions as in name and gender. We talked to a female sailor. I remember the name was two letters, which now I can't remember for the life of me. I would just go with RM for storytelling purposes. We just took them as initials because we got no definitive answer on the name and moved on with the nice conversation talking about life on the sea during the war, then leaving and meeting a fine man and her kids and grandkids after the war. A told me that I had nothing to worry about and that no scary evil spirits are going to be in Oklahoma. 
So we continued on and talked to RM some more. After a while, it started to feel like something was off. Temp in the room dropped by 20 degrees and our hands and wrists felt tingly and a slight burn to them. And there was no longer clear answers. It felt like multiple people trying to speak at once. My friend A looked at me with a concerned face and she instantly dropped her brave act. I reassured her like she did to me earlier and we continued the session. So we asked the basic questions, such as gender and name again, just to see if we were still talking to the sailor RM. The room felt cold, as if it was nighttime, but midsummer in Oklahoma, the temperature was still hot outside, especially in a shed with no breeze. I still remember the strong feeling in my chest. The only way to describe it, as the same as the butterflies in stomach feeling. The board all of a sudden started to move in a figure eight motion. And at the time, I knew what that meant. Z arrived. We instantly said goodbye and took the planchette off the board and ran out of that shed with lightning speed into our house. I know that Z stuff is all legend, and especially with the YouTube culture, making fake videos and that, I probably wouldn't believe, but whatever. I recently remembered this whole event and felt like sharing. Since that whole incident, I never tried the Ouija board again, nor do I ever plan to. Have a good rest of your day or night. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I don't think it was a nice spirit to start with. I thought the same. Symbiotic we are. Yeah. No, that's not even the right word. Telepathic. <laughs> yeah, it made me sound intelligent. I thought the same. I think it was just trying to lull them into a false sense of security so it could wingle. Wingle? Wangle. Wingle. <laughs> wow, that's a good word. Wingle wangle its way in. <laughs> <laughs> the Zozo. Right, are you ready for the third and final story? Yes, I am. I think we contacted a demon with a Ouija board. I decided to share this to see if anyone else has had a similar experience, or maybe advise on what to do. So this happened on June the 7th, which was the last day of school for me, so my friends and I decided to go to my friend F1's house for the afternoon stroke night. 
I'm referring to my friends as F1 and F2. Everything was pretty normal. We played tag outside, did a science experiment that ended up making a huge mess, which we had to clean up after. Then we decided to watch that movie, Ouija. We got to the part of the movie where the little girl starts talking to the ghost. When F1 asked us, you guys want to try that? I was a little confused, so I asked, try what? Try to talk to some ghosts, he responded. He then went on about how he had a Ouija board and tried using it, but it never worked. Thinking it would be fun to try, F2 and I agreed. F1 brought out the board and the planchette. We sat on the floor in a triangle before putting two fingers on the planchette. We started to ask the cliché questions like, Is anybody there? Would you like to communicate with us? After about ten minutes of waiting for a response, I started to get bored, and I could tell F1 was too. He then did something that seems stupid now, and is probably not recommended when you're using the Ouija board. He started trying to annoy the spirits by saying things like, Show Show yourself, yourself. and what, scared scared of a bunch bunch of kids kids are are you? I stopped him after that, not because I was scared of the ghosts, but he has neighbours and it was pretty late and we didn't want the police to get called on us. I asked in a calm voice, Is there anybody anybody here here that would like to communicate with us? I'm not sure if maybe it was my imagination, but I felt like a puff of cold air around me before the planchette moved to yes. I got annoyed thinking it was F1 just playing a prank on us. So I said, I'm going to stop playing playing this if you're going to screw screw around. around. He said he wasn't moving it, and it must be me. I can see that F2 is starting to get unnerved by the whole situation. So I thought of a way I could prove F1's just messing with us. So I got up and went to the bathroom with a plan. From the very little I knew about ghosts and the supernatural, I thought maybe it could communicate in Latin based on what I've seen in movies and TV. I went on Google Translate from English to Latin and typed in what is your name and listened to the translation. Once I had it down, I went back out to where my friends were. They said they couldn't get any response after I left. I sat back down and put my hands on the planchette, asking, Are you still with us? After a few moments, it moved to yes. I then spoke the translation I got from the translator. At first it just went around the perimeter of the board, which I later learned was a bad thing. Then it spelled out Lucifer. There's no way either of my friends could have understood what I said. Lucky guess maybe, but what happened next was unexplainable. F2, after hearing the name, jumped back in fear, but me and F1 stayed put. I told F2 to write down the letters as they came so we could see what it said. I asked, why are you here? And then there were random letters which I assumed were in Latin. It would go to a few and pause. I took that as a space between words. When it was finished, F1 asked, can you show us a sign you're real? There was nothing for what seemed like a few minutes before there was a loud bang in the kitchen area of the house. We all jumped off the floor, leaving the Ouija board on the ground. There was nothing in the kitchen broken so I'm not sure what made the noise. When we got to the board, the planchette was across the room near the front door. It's impossible for it to have gotten that far on its own. 
I picked up the piece of paper F2 was writing on it and it said, Et si caro et sanguis tu es, filami. Which translated to, Though the flesh and the blood of my son, thou art thee. I'm still not sure what that means. It's about two and a half weeks and nothing's happened. Is this a good or bad sign? So Zozo speaking to you, the planchette does a, does a figure eight. Yeah, because you often see it, don't you? I don't know if you have actually, but when people do a Ouija board, it does that infinity sort of figure eight shape. And then it's before yeah. it starts darting off here and there. I think I might actually watch that Ouija film again. I only watched it a couple of weeks ago. I love it. <laughs> do you know what? During lockdown, um, I started learning Latin. Latin. Yeah. Yeah. I've forgotten it all now, but I was getting really good at it and I had loads of streaks <laughs> and then I kind of lost it, but I didn't do it one night and so I kind of left it. And no, I wasn't learning Latin so that I could converse with demons. Just, <laughs> just saying. <laughs> it was because I wanted to, I, you know what I'm like with plants and stuff. I wanted to learn the posh names. Yeah. <laughs> and that was my bit of Latin learning. Take care, everyone. And stay away from them Ouija boards. Yeah, we'll catch you again next Thursday. Goodbye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.